Chafin joining us now. James Chafin, thanks for your time this morning. Tim, thanks for having me on. One of the questions, and I, I, this is a logistical thing, and I should know this, if it's knowable at this moment. I don't know if you know it. What do you know about early voting? What are they telling you about that? I have not gotten the reports from early voting uh, as far as when that starts, um, but hopefully we will know something uh, either today or on Monday. Yeah, something is going to have to be figured out soon because there will be a period of early voting. The question is uh, when and for how long and where and the logistics that have to be worked out there. Okay, uh, a runoff strategy. <laughs> have you bothered to formulate one? I suppose that would be something you might have considered during the course of the campaign. Three candidates, the chance that the two of you would end up in a runoff. What, if anything, are you going to do by way of a strategy? Well, I'll just tell you, Tim, I'm just honored and excited to have a spot in the December 1st runoff. We want to make sure that we're getting our message out uh, to all of our voters, uh, to all of the citizens of Clark and County, County, uh, because this is an important local race. And we want to make sure people understand uh, the importance of having an experienced uh, district attorney who's committed to serving with integrity um, and is committed to serving without any political agenda. So this, the strategy is to get the word out to everyone. Uh, December 1st, you're liking your D.A. James Chafin for District Attorney. JamesChafin.com is the website. Uh, Chafin, C-H-A-F-I-N, JamesChafin.com. I'm on that website, and I'm looking at the issues, and the thing you're telling me is that you're going to be tough on violent crime. I'll continue to be tough on violent crime, as I have been during my 14 years of service. If you're telling me that, there's the implication that at least that you would believe or you would like for us as voters to believe that perhaps Deborah Gonzalez won't be as tough on violent crime as you will be. What, what's your position? there? Well, I believe that my experience shows or tells me that you have to have some type, some basis of understanding of the work that the district attorney's office does. And a lot of the issues that we talked about are important issues in our community, but they don't really, we're not really talking about the violent crime that we see. And so that's what I want to make sure that people understand needs to be a focus of the district attorney, is that there is a violence that occurs in our community. It really hurts people. There's a lot of um, victims in our community that have suffered greatly. And we want to make sure that we are upholding the law and that we are seeking justice for victims, uh, especially victims of violent crime. And so that's one thing I think voters need to be aware of and focused on those, is that we do see violent crime in our community. And, and it's the district attorney who has to fight every day to make sure that we are doing something about it so that we can prevent it, so that we can hold people accountable for it. Uh, you would point to, and you do on your website, the fact that you have prosecuted over the course of your career as a prosecutor dozens of violent crime cases. Uh, Deborah Gonzalez and I have prosecuted exactly the same number of cases, which is to say none. I, I would assume you're going to try to, to make some hay out of that. Well, I think it's important to understand that the district attorney needs to have experience. They need to understand how to do this type of work. Uh, all attorneys do not practice the same type of laws, just like all doctors don't practice the same types of medicine. Uh, I specialize in criminal law. Ms. Gonzalez specializes in entertainment law. Those are very different avenues of the legal system. And so it's important to have that experience to understand what our community is facing in the courtrooms every day. Uh, we want to make sure that people understand that because we, everyone, when they come to court, wants to make sure that they have competent, experienced attorneys handling the cases that they're involved in. 
You say on your website further, and this is, again, jameschafin.com, you would advocate for rehabilitation. I believe we need to offer workshops to first-time nonviolent offenders so they can begin the process of removing first-time offenses from their records, leading them to clean records, better jobs, reduce chances of recidivism. You say that. That's a lot of that sounds a lot like what Deborah Gonzalez says out there on the campaign trail. Uh, What makes your position there different from hers? I think my position is different because I've actually seen it at work. You know, we, we talked about violent crime, but that is not the only thing that we see in our courthouses, and we need to address that. What, and what we see from working in and to, around uh, people who've committed crimes or people who've been victims of crime, what we see every day is people who are gainfully employed, people who have steady jobs that can keep a roof over their head, we don't see them as much. So. What we want to make sure that we're doing is putting people in the best situation possible moving forward. People are always going to be responsible for their own actions, but there are many people who made a mistake. And most of the people we deal with are, are, are just that, people who have made a mistake and want to move forward from it in a positive fashion. There are programs that the state of Georgia has developed over the years that we need to make accessible uh, and make sure that people are aware of it. Um, retroactive first offenders that can help uh, first-time offenders clean up their criminal history will help them get a, a job. It may help them get a better job than the jobs that they've been offered. Um, dealing with uh, pre-child diversion programs is an opportunity for people to make amends for their mistakes and move forward. Once again, I think uh, if we can get people out of the criminal justice system because they've been able to move forward from it in a positive light, that's good for our community. Uh, and so that's what we want to emphasize. And the reason I think I can say that is because I've seen it at work in our community for over 14 years. One of the things, and we'll be talking with Deborah Gonzalez, Democrat Deborah Gonzalez, next hour uh, about her race for district attorney again in that runoff with you on December 1st. One of the things she will say regarding that experience question, she's not prosecuted any cases you have, uh, she will say the same thing our state attorney general says because he has come under the same criticism uh, as the state's top attorney, has never really been much of a trial lawyer. Chris Carr says, no, I have an office of prosecutors who handle that stuff, who can do that stuff. She said, my job is an administrator. My job is is to, or part of the job, is to run the office. Uh, talk about that part of the job, the administrative logistical part of it. Well, I think that's an easy thing to say for when you're talking about a statewide agency, or even when you're talking about the largest counties in the state uh, that have hundreds of attorneys and hundreds of staff members. That's not the case that you're going to find in Clark and Oconee County. Uh, we are uh, not one of the biggest uh offices in the state. And so it does require every person in the office, including the district attorney, to have that experience. In regards to uh, working on the administrative end of things, that's also part of the district attorney's duties. I've worked uh, my way up in the district attorney's office over 14 years, starting out as a new attorney back in 2006 to the office, uh, all the way up to being the deputy chief. So I'm involved now with administrative decisions that we're making. Uh, I'm involved uh, in helping our office move forward. So I do have the experience to do that, uh, but I also think you can't turn uh, a blind eye to the fact that the size of our office and the size of our community, it requires every person, including the district attorney, to have that hands-on experience. James Chafin, candidate for district attorney. The runoff on December 1st, and I mentioned that to mention this, and I happen to know there was at least some consideration 
or at least a, a, a maybe some folks hoping for the possibility of taking this thing into January to coincide with one, maybe two U.S. Senate runoffs. That will not happen. So what we have here is a pretty much a sprint to the finish here. How are you prepared for what's basically going to be the next month, less than a month now, of a race to be the next DA? What's that going to be like for you? We're just going to keep working hard. We're going to get the message out to all of our voters. Uh, we're going to continue to be in our community to let people know uh, what an important race this is. Because one thing people need to understand when they're voting on December 1st is on January 4th, when the new DA takes office, that is a trial week in Clark County. We have a trial week the next week. So cases are being called. Our county is actually renting space from the Classic Center to do jury trials this year because of COVID-19, because we need more space. So the district attorney needs to be ready to run. The district attorney needs to be ready to serve. The district attorney needs to be ready to try cases on day one. And I'm ready to do that. And we're taking that message out to all of our voters because it is an important issue uh, that we're going to be deciding on December 1st, that on January 4th, cases will be called for trial and the district attorney has to be ready. Uh, James Chafin. Dot com. Uh, Chafin running for district attorney, of course, C-H-A-F-I-N, the spelling of that last name. James Chafin, best of luck. Thanks for your time this morning. Tim, thank you so much. Have a great day.